So must watch listeners. We have a very special episode for you today. Brandon uh, wasn't able to make it this week, but I have a very special, special guest here with me today. The star of Lily Topples the World, which is streaming on Discovery Plus. This is Lily Hevish. Hi, (laughs) thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yay. Um, So I watched the documentary and I have to admit that I didn't know anything about domino toppling at all. And I feel like I imagine that's pretty, that's a pretty common experience with the people you've been talking to (laughs) for this. I mean, it's a mix. Like some people, they've never seen dominoes toppled in a way like that. And some people they have, which is awesome. But I think it's even more exciting for people who haven't seen dominoes before, because they're kind of like thrust into this new world of domino art where like it completely blows your mind when you see a video. So it's like, I almost feel like it's more impactful if you haven't seen dominoes before. I think it might've been, it was so mesmerizing. I was like, oh, I immediately am subscribing to your YouTube channel and we'll be watching, (laughs) watching these videos. I, I want to know, how do you describe yourself? Because obviously you're a YouTuber, but like you do 1000 more things than that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So I would first call myself a domino artist. That's the medium that I I use at dominoes setting, setting up and knocking them down. And then YouTube creator. Uh, I like that term to describe myself making videos and putting content out online. Um, And then I guess like a tertiary term could be entrepreneur, Uh, you know, with everything I've built up with dominoes and trying to run the business and uh, try to just get domino art out there and more of an emerging sort of accepted art form. So uh, three different things, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about the when I was, after I had watched the movie, I was like, Domino Impresario. I mean, that sounds very <laughs> fancy, but it could, it could work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for anyone who hasn't seen the film, basically it kind of follows you as you figure out how to turn this into like a real solid traditional business. I mean, that that's kind of what I took from it. What would you say? Yeah, I mean, that's that's certainly part of it. I think the film touches a lot on like how I see dominoes in the world. Like it's not just this like cool trend that's like happening right now in the world, but it's something that has like long term sort of um, what's the word? It's it's like long term in the sense that people can build dominoes at any time. It's not like like fidget spinners that were hot for like a year it's like lego right anyone can play with lego um, and it's something you can build and be creative with and and kind of bring that out into the world in a way that makes it more um, accessible and and people can learn from it as well yeah absolutely one of the things that i really liked about um just learning more about you in the documentary was how you kind of explained that getting into dominoes um, and, and then going off to college and just being in this new space and meeting all these new people helped you connect with other people and kind of realize that, you know, there's more to the world that you grow up in. There are people with your interests out there and it feels like with the internet, there's a cooler way to connect with people. And 
you know, people wouldn't have even known that dominoes was a thing they were into. And now they're like, oh my God, this is, this is the coolest thing ever. I really, that was something that really struck me. I really, I really liked how it, um, it felt like it captured the way that it helps you connect with other people. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like with dominoes, I found this community of people who also shared sort of a niche passion and I at the time didn't know anyone else in my real life who set up dominoes so I remember going to that first event uh domination 2012 this is when a bunch of American domino builders came together for the first time and made a project that was like one of the happiest days of my life almost because um, it made me feel like oh my gosh I'm not alone in this there are other people out there who like what I do and and want to do uh domino art together so it's, it's really beautiful what the internet and social media can do and how it can connect people and, and even just form, you know, strong communities. Yeah. And I really liked how, as you would encounter people who are fans of yours, it felt like you really remembered that feeling and you kind of welcome them with open arms, all of the people that you encounter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love meeting people and if they've seen my videos before, awesome. If they haven't even cooler, I guess, in some ways, um, yeah, it's, it's the best feeling to, you know, show someone dominoes and they just kind of light up from watching a video. It, it's something that's so universal. And yeah, I, I love meeting people through it. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit. Okay. So a lot of the questions that I had after watching were so technical. I was like, this, this is how I know I'm very nerdy because I was like, I want to know about like the logistics of constructing one of the towers and like, what is that like? I, I feel like I watched some of the sequences and I was like, is there a string that helps you connect them? Or like, how do they implode from the inside? This is very not helpful. This is not a visual medium, but I'm just so fascinated by it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the question. Thank you. Uh, So for domino structures, Well, basically the way you build it is you stack sideways dominoes on top of one another and they're all sort of balanced. Um, And if you do knock it down, like you you drop one domino in the structure, it all falls. So you do have to be very careful because it's unstable yet stable in the same way because it stands there for days on end as you're building. Um, Now the way it topples is like, if you take one domino out then the domino underneath that or above that doesn't have a support anymore. So then that domino falls, which then again creates a chain reaction where there's no more support. And then the next one falls and then entire then the entire uh, structure falls over. And typically that can be done by pulling a string by taking out a domino or knocking down a larger domino to hit the structure with more force. I love it. This is now a domino podcast and <laughs> I'm so fascinated by it all. Tell me about like the tricks. Do people copy the way that you do things? Have you kind of like patented your own, <laughs> your own tricks? There aren't patents. It's not that official, um, but there are tricks out there that are commonly used in the dominant community and everyone's creating new tricks as well. So like we'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of this and like rematch it. And, you know, that's just kind of what happens. We're all learning from each other. And even if someone does like copy a setup of mine, like I, I kind of feel like that's okay. Like that's a compliment that they would want to like do something that I did. As long as they're not like taking full credit that they invented that trick. 
um, that's that's fine with me. But yeah, we we all use the same sort of tricks, but we each try to like modify it in a way to make it our own. Do you dream about sequences? Like, do you do you <laughs> think about it in the shower? Because you know, when like so, like you're writing and you think about a good phrase, and you're like, oh my god, let me get out my phone. Let me, yeah. uh, let me write this down. I do actually, I have had quite a few domino toppling dreams and I remember waking up from them being like, Ooh, I got to write this down. And then I like, I look back at my notes and I'm like, this makes no sense, but maybe it'll lead to something. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how writing works though, right? You, maybe you mm-hmm. come back to it later. It's totally the yep. same. <laughs> so nice. one thing that struck me about this also was the patience that I feel like it, it, it involves in terms of you have to be painstakingly precise. You have to be very, very careful not to knock down all the work that you're doing. Um, it definitely seems like not something you can do if you have an issue with impatience. <laughs> I mean, I think that's something that anyone can develop by building dominoes. Because I remember when I first started, I would knock it down all the time by accident and have to start over again and I would get so upset to the point where like sometimes I would start crying because I I spent you know an hour building this huge domino line and then it just fell over because my hand was in the way for some reason but I just learned through building that it's okay if it fails and that's just part of the process of making domino art you don't really know when it's going to fall over but it it's inevitable. Um, so I've learned that, you know, you just got to be patient and keep on building. That's like my tagline. I always say, keep on building. And it, it's so true because the more you learn, the more you build, the better you're going to become and the less uh, accidental fall downs you'll have. So yeah, it's definitely something you can learn from, uh, from doing dominoes. I liked that they included some of your fails in the, in the yeah. film. How often does that happen now, though? I think fails happen in almost every setup that I make, but typically they're only small fails because I'll make safety gaps by taking out dominoes. And if it falls over by accident, it'll just stop at that gap instead of knocking down the entire thing. Um, For more serious projects where it's like a large structure, typically I can do those on the first try or second try, uh, but those are much more much more stakes are involved. So I do try to be a little bit more careful when I build those. Yeah. I was thinking about that, about the things that you build for like a TV show, right? This is a strict schedule. So if you have an accidental topple, um, you're kind of scared. <laughs> yeah. For those, we always have to build an extra time just in case, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of conscience, conscience, concentration and, uh, yeah, you just gotta be careful. It's fun though. Do, do you ever, does it ever get old seeing people like be joyful, like react with joy? Cause it's such a simple thing and it's so beautiful. And you're like, Oh, this is great. <laughs> I mean, I love seeing those reactions. I, I think that's the perfect thing. Um, and it just, it lights everyone up when they see thousands of pieces get destroyed. It's like kind of weird in a way. People love seeing things get demolished but it's a very beautiful kind of way. Yeah. Well, tell me about the cleanup. How, how long does that take <laughs> compared to everything else? Honestly, cleanup isn't too bad. I could probably clean up like 10,000 dominoes in maybe two hours if it's not 
um, like all mixed in with colors. I have to sort those by by colors into the bins. But it compared to the actual build is much, much less time. Yeah, I. So, you know, when you watch like a Marvel movie, (laughs) like a superhero movie, and they're just like going through and they're tearing down the city and there's all sorts of destruction I'm one of the people who will watch that and be like but who cleans it up <laughs> but who cleans it up yeah. so I did have that thought <laughs> about mm-hmm. the dominoes <laughs> yes. you have a cleanup crew it's just you you and your team. most of the time yeah it's just me unless I'm building with another person or if it's a really large project sometimes I'll get my friend to come over but yeah mostly me yeah, just sorting sorting blocks. That's kind of meditative too, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it is honestly. Like I just put on some music and you know, and you sit on the ground and you sort dominoes. It's yeah. yeah, it's nice. Do you listen to music and stuff when you do these builds? I do, yeah. Mostly music, sometimes podcasts, uh, YouTube videos, whatever is just on my list of things to watch next. What since this is a podcast about streaming where we just talk about anything that's on, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Discovery Plus, like this movie. <laughs> um, what do you like to watch? Um, aside from YouTube, I'm assuming a lot oh. of YouTube. <laughs> See, it's ironic because I actually don't watch any streaming. Oh, really? I, uh, like. I only watch YouTube pretty much. Oh, I don't good. really watch shows or like I've never watched an entire episode series of anything I'm, I, I'm just watching YouTube that's incredible this is where I'm like oh I'm I'm old I'm not that much older than you but there's like a very clear generation divide <laughs> 10 years <laughs> um but maybe that's because um I didn't have YouTube growing up <laughs> didn't get I mean, a lot of my friends they still watch a lot of like Netflix Hulu yeah. shows but I just I don't want to get sucked into that because I know I'd probably get addicted and it just takes so much time and like I'm doing YouTube so it makes sense for me to be like watching YouTube and like inserting myself and trying to see what's going on in the culture. Yeah well listen tell me about your favorite YouTube creators like what kinds of YouTube videos do you like to watch to like relax or to be entertained or you know what what about Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, so right now I'm really into people who talk about personality types and like Myers-Briggs and cognitive functions. It's like very, very nerdy, but uh, there's this channel called Lia Jo and she makes really great personality videos that kind of explain the inner workings of how my specific personality type works. Um, And it's just fascinating because I can see a lot of the, a lot of parallels between how she interacts in the world and how I interact in the world. So that's what I've been up to besides Dominus. So just some like psychological analysis of your own person. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Casual. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I mean, the thing that, uh, that was interesting to me about, um, how it's the, the movie shows you leaving school after your first year. Um, but what were you studying when you were in school? I was studying product design. My major specifically was called design, innovation, and society. It's basically uh, designing products, but it has the human uh, component and like how it affects people with combined with that, um, which was very fitting, I suppose, in making my own product line for Domino's 
Uh, but I, I just realized like after a year, college wasn't necessarily for me because I, I already created a path for myself through YouTube. Yeah. I mean, you literally did the exact thing that you were in school for and you didn't need to (laughs) be in school the other three years. Yeah. I loved it. I I think that that makes sense too, because I feel like the way that your brain has to think to kind of think of all of these domino things is very much um, engineering, right? It's like thinking about how things work and, and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So it feels, um, it feels like you're, you're already doing that in your day to day. So why, yeah. why, go to, why learn about it in a book? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I learn really well when I'm doing the things and like getting experience in the real world. Like, I think there's so much value from just trying it. Even if you maybe don't know anything about it, just getting the experience, you can really learn a lot. Absolutely. In your kind of career, you've met and worked with a lot of different people. And I'm wondering, um, especially with kind of some of your YouTube collaborations, are there people who have really interesting skills that you got to meet and learn about that were really interesting to you? Yeah, so I've met uh, Sarah Dietschy. She's like a tech YouTuber and talks a lot about, um, I don't know, she has like an entrepreneurial sort of, brain as well so I like to follow her and see what new things she's coming up with and how she sees the culture of YouTube and everything combined with tech um I've met real skateboarding Aaron Cairo he has built up this insane um you know YouTube channel all about skateboarding and also has a product line of skateboards and a giant warehouse for his private skate park and a huge team around that so I think how he goes about doing things is very fascinating. And and I see a lot of parallels between how he runs a skateboarding sort of company and how I'm doing things with dominoes. So a lot of interesting people. Yeah. You have your own dominoes, by the way, people. You can buy Lily dominoes. (laughs) I really like the documentary kind of showed you meeting with different companies and I really loved when you got to kind of just share your knowledge. Okay. This weight is good. This is bad because it's slippery. This sound is different when it topples. And I feel like people were very impressed by all of that knowledge. And, um, it was very exciting for me to see you a, like at the time, 20 year old woman, being really authoritative um that was really exciting to watch thank you thank you I appreciate it even when I watch back those scenes now like as a 22 year old looking back on it I'm like I could have like explained it a little better I don't know maybe it's me just like nitpicking but I'm glad it comes across like that yeah I mean I feel like you know you didn't even realize you didn't reveal that you were a girl until, you know, a couple of years into your YouTube channel um, for a reason, right? Girls, girls get underestimated. Girls aren't listened to in um, or, or thought of as authoritative sometimes, even when they have the most experience out of anyone mm-hmm. in the room. And um, that really struck me and I really could see the through line and it was really exciting to see you kind of flex that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 
I mean, I think for the decision to not show my face on my YouTube channel, I think it was, well, obviously I was nine when I first started. So I didn't want to like be a kid putting myself on the internet so young. And in some ways I felt like it maybe didn't matter that I was the girl. Like I'm just showcasing my domino art who makes it isn't really as important as what I'm putting out into the world and the, the ideas that I have and the setups that I'm able to create through my own creativity. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't show my face for about six and a half years and then later on decided to reveal myself. And uh, that was definitely a good decision for me because then I was able to connect with my viewers and, and talk to them and, and be a human one-on-one to build, um, you know, even more of a connection with them than I couldn't have previously. Yeah, I think that's really smart, um, just in general, (laughs) kind of, I feel like the stories that you hear about people growing up in the public eye uh, are kind of scary sometimes, so (laughs) it feels like a safety decision and a strategic decision as well. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I thought was interesting about the movie is that I feel like it showed you leading up to creating this thing as an entrepreneur. So you've launched your own dominoes. um, And it sounded like you were kind of trying to start a domino artist business, right? Or like, like an agency kind of thing. And I'm wondering how far along you are on that front? Like, do you have employees? Do you have all of this? And and how has that been going? And what are your goals? Yeah, so we do have an agency uh, right now. Like if I'm not able to carry out a project, then we have domino builders who we subcontract who can carry those out and plan it or build it or all plan it and then they'll build it depending on the time, you know, the space, how big the project is, where it's located. There's a lot of factors that go into creating a professional project, like whether it's a commercial or, you know, a logo or just another YouTube video. Um, but we, we work it out and um, we, we make the best project that we can through our agency. That's really cool. I, I feel like dominoes are so universal. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't need language for it. It's just a visual thing and anyone can build. Yeah. And it's also not like hyper-technological. Also, like you use technology in your planning, right? And in, in your sometimes when you're planning out your designs on in Photoshop, as you can see in the mm-hmm. documentary, but but it's pretty lo-fi as far as uh, <laughs> as far yeah. as things go. I mean, at the bare minimum, all you just need is dominoes and a hand to set it up. Yeah, there you go. What are your what are your goals now? I mean, being the subject of a documentary is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but what are your next goals and aspirations? So I would love to at some point break some domino world records with H5 domino creations and get a whole team together and we set up maybe like 100,000 or 200,000 dominoes in a big space and just have a really big celebration of, of dominoes. Um, hopefully after, after COVID or, you know, when things clear up, we will be able to do larger events again, but that's on the horizon. And I would love to at some point as well, 
get a larger studio space so I can make even bigger projects. Did you end up moving to New York? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe in the future. <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know if I will be moving, but it's on the back burner. Yeah. I mean, this is what my mom told me when I wanted to go to um, college in New York City. She said, New York City will be there. <laughs> go to the school that you want to go to, and then you can move there at any time in your life. New York City is not going anywhere. So yep, that's <laughs> <Who knows>? true. <laughs> so where are you based out of right now? I'm from the Boston area. Boston. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, cool. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for, for joining me. And everybody should watch Lily Topples the World, which is out now on Discovery+. Plus. Is there anything else you want to plug? Oh, buy Lily's Dominoes. <laughs> yeah, uh, H5 Domino Creations are actually in stores in Walmart and on Amazon. Um, super exciting. And yeah, I just, my username is Hebbish5 on all platforms. I just launched a new TikTok, which is exciting. Um, but I, I hope people enjoy the film. I hope it inspires them to just do what they love, even though that sounds super cheesy. Like, even, it's some, even if it's something very niche that people might not understand, they just don't understand it yet. Keep going with it because like, if it really makes you happy, then that's all that matters. I love it. That is very sage advice. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for having me.